Welcome to the Sherry and Brock Show, the best place to hear about real people accomplishing incredible things. Tune in every week to hear encouraging interviews with authentic individuals who've discovered purpose and are living the life they've always wanted. The host for this podcast includes CEO and founder of CDM Media Group and positive influencer Sherry Cranford, as well as entrepreneur, business coach, and award-winning MC, event host, and DJ Brock Barton. It's our hope that each week by tuning in, you'll be encouraged and inspired to do great things in your own life. Now, here are your hosts, Sherry and Brock. Hey, everyone. I'm so excited to be here today with my co-host, Brock Barton, as we talk about the Super Bowl 55 between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Hey, Brock, how are you this morning? Good. I'm good, man. What a game. It was a game, wasn't it? A little disappointed that the Kansas City Chiefs lost, but I'm happy that they went to the Super Bowl 55 this year. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a bit, it was a bit rough. It was a bit rough. I, I've got to call. I've, I've got to say, like, both from uh, the playing perspective and the calls, uh, it definitely didn't go as I somewhat expected. And I, I know a lot of people. <clears throat> there were actually quite a few, quite a few people who were uh, forecasting the Chiefs to win by three, and so a little bit of a, an upset on a lot of fronts. That is so true. I, I I read that as well, that three points in favor of the Chiefs, and, and that's not how it went. And, um, you know, we have to give both teams credit for making it to the Super Bowl, especially excited to see our home team, Kansas City Chiefs, to make it two years in a row. Heck yeah, absolutely. Proud of them for all the work that they've done. And there's no question... Uh, you know, they've got a team that's, that's, if they stay the course, they're going to be in the Super Bowl again and again and again. And, and so, uh, rough year or rough way to end this year, but excited for the future of what's going to be the Chiefs. That is so true. Patrick Mahomes, he's a 24, no, to actually 25 year old quarterback. He's really young, um, for the Kansas State Chiefs and he's going to have an incredible career. Um, he has so much talent and, Without the frontline protection, you could see some of the heat from the Buccaneers um, and how he tried to get out of um, some of those circumstances. Absolutely. I, I mean, we have to kind of call it what it is. The, the Buccaneers showed up with their D-line. The Chiefs did not show up with their O-line. And the offensive line kind of really struggled to give uh, Mahomes enough time to make uh, decisions. It seemed like he was always trying to find his pocket. And, uh, if he wasn't able to find it, he was having to, you know, uh, run well outside the pocket and, and, and buy himself time so he could get a toss off. And it was, a, it was, a, it was a tough pass game for Mahomes. It was definitely tough. He completed 26 passes for 270 yards. So, um, he had a total of 191 completions for 2,324 yards. So he did he did his part, and I think he showed up. And um, as he said, um, he said there were they were the better team today, and they beat us pretty good. And the worst, he said, he thinks he's been beaten in a long time, even in college and pro. Yeah, I um, I believe. Yeah, I believe if I recall correctly, I read somewhere where uh, it was about the worst game he's had in terms of. Um, uh, passing. Oh, it's uh, the 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 actual quote was: "It was the first game he's played since high school that he hasn't thrown a pass completion touchdown or hasn't thrown a, a, a touchdown." So uh, that's a that's a rough game, and we've got to give credit to uh, the Bucks and uh, Tom Brady uh, for for uh, for bringing the heat and making it you know making it tough on him. They sure did. Um, everybody loves you know that when they're Brady fans and Gronk the duo. Um, Gronk even came out of his retirement to join Brady um, at Tampa Bay. 
um, Gronkowski, he scored the first touchdowns, first two touchdowns. Um, and Tom Brady won his seventh ring as Buccaneers dominating the Chiefs. Yeah, I, um, this was kind of a matchup for uh, the ages, so to speak. I mean, you have 25-year-old Patrick Mahomes against uh, a 43-year-old Tom Brady. This is his, uh, I think it was his 10th Super Bowl start. So, uh, you know, he's had time to get the the, the jitters out. Uh, where Patrick Mahomes, he's out, he's only had one other Super Bowl start. And uh, the great news there, he, he did pull out a victory on that one. But certainly... I, I mean, if I were Patrick Mahomes, I would have felt pretty intimidated in this situation. Right. He, but Patrick Mahomes, he he comes and pulls himself out of it. He tried his best, and um, I I saw some awesome plays by him. And but um, as you said, Brady, he he's he's been in the game for some time now. That's right. That's right. Um, I know a lot of people here in the Midwest are kind of. Um, how do I say this carefully? Well, we're Chiefs fans, so not big fans of Tom Brady. And uh, Tom Brady, he's a he's kind of a like it or loathe it kind of guy. Uh, people either love him or hate him, and uh, I, I, you know, whether you love him or hate him, you kind of have to respect him. Uh, the guy makes it happen. So uh, he is an incredible player, and and uh, it, it, between him and Gronkowski and the Buccaneers defensive line, I mean, they 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 made it happen at the Super Bowl. They they played very well, and and you kind of have to give them credit for that. That is so true. Um, Tom Brady, he's actually, um, he's secured, like we said, the seventh Lombardi trophy, two more than any player in the NFL history and one more than any entire NFL franchisee has achieved. So um, hats off to Tom Brady. He, he is respected, but we are the Kansas City Chiefs fans and, and we, we are in the Midwest where we do cheer on the Chiefs and that, that is our home team. Heck yeah, heck yeah! I know, um, I know, I know. We'll be back up there again uh, next year, making it happen. So I'm, I'm excited for the future. We, we you know, shr- shrug this one off and uh, call it what it is. But we'll be back to show up next year. That is so true, Patrick Mahomes. He treated, thank you, Chiefs Kingdoms, for all your support. Wasn't the way we wanted it to end, but we will be back. Yeah, yeah, we're looking forward to it. It'll be a be- better game next year. I totally agree. They'll. I think the Kansas City Chiefs will make their changes, and and we will bring the big game back. Well, Siri, what was your uh, what was your favorite uh, commercial of the Super Bowl? Well, I'm actually a fan, a huge fan of Matthew McConaughey. So, of course, I love the Matthew McConaughey 3D Doritos commercial. Uh, and what was yours? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was the one where he ended up in in the machine, uh, in the vending machine, ate ate the 3D chips and. Uh, ended up getting stuck in the machine, right? Right, right. I just loved it. Love it. Love it. Love it. I think mine was, I really enjoyed the T-Mobile ad that featured Tom Brady and Gronkowski, both uh, Gronkowski's in retirement, swinging uh, swinging some golf. He calls Tom Brady and and he basically is like, man, Tom, you you should go into retirement. Enjoy it. It's great. And all these things. And because of their internet connection, uh, Tom Brady only heard, "Hey, if you go into retirement, you're going to be weak and uh, you know soft, and nobody's going to remember you, and all these things." And uh, and uh, so because of that, Tom Brady's like, "Well, I'll see you back on the field next year." And <laughs> so I, I thought it was very humorous. Uh, T-Mobile made a great ad out of that. That was really good. That was a good one, as well as um, Dolly Parton came back out and she changed her um, nine to five to five to nine. Um, 
that's probably another one of my favorites. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely. What about uh, what about the halftime show featuring the weekend? What was your thoughts on that? I think they did a good job. Um, it is um, that's who he is, and it showed his character and and his style of music. And um, wasn't my favorite, but you know, I know a lot of people liked it, and a lot of people hated it. So there we go with halftime shows. <laughs> Yeah, I um, I actually I thought he did a good job given what he had to work with. When I first heard the weekend was the uh, performer for the halftime show, I was a little taken aback as a as a DJ myself. You know, I, I'm very well aware of the weekend's hits, and uh, don't get me wrong, he's a he's a great performer. Uh, he's got some great hits, but they're all sort of mid tempo. It's not a very um, he doesn't have very electrifying music. I would say. And, uh, and so I've always thought, I guess, of the halftime show as a pretty loud, bright, big moment. And, uh, and uh, so I was curious to see how that was going to play out. I also uh, have heard that, they, that there was about $7 million invested in that halftime show. Um, and that's not to pay the weekend. In fact, uh, the weekend didn't get paid at all for the halftime show. Just the putting together of the experience was about 7 million dollars and so i was really eager to see it and you know given what he had to work with i was impressed i i thought he did a did a great job with uh i, th- I thought he did a great job with the overall showiness of it um the fact that he was the only performer there wasn't it didn't appear to have any additional uh performers show up which is somewhat uh somewhat the norm for halftime shows i i i thought the um he transitioned between each section of his performance really, really well. And overall, uh, it really made a great statement. So I, I was I was relatively impressed with the whole experience. Well, that's exciting. I know there's a lot of people that loved it. So um, I do think he did a good job. Um, this wasn't my favorite, but I, I think his performance, like you said, he, he did a good job. And $7 million, though, that's a, that's a little steep there. Yeah. Yeah, that was a little little costly to say the least. That is a little costly. Uh, well, I'm always eager. The halftime show always gets me really excited, so I'm eager to see uh, who they'll line up for uh, halftime show 2022 for the Super Bowl, and that'll be really fun to see. That will be fun. I always I look forward to it as well. So another thing we look forward to is Super Bowl parties and your favorite foods. Um, our family's favorite is Low Country Shrimp Boil, and you know football is more than just the game of football. Um, And I think the Chiefs do it well. It's about family coming together, um, enjoying time with your family and friends and and having that experience. And um, so this year we spent it with our family and we all dressed up in red and our Chiefs attire and cook our low country shrimp boil and and lots of other food. Um, So what's one of your favorites? Yeah, I think... uh... You know, I, I'm kind of I'm kind of simple. I kind of like my chips and salsa or chips and queso. Uh, it's a, it's some sort of good chip and dip uh, gets me pretty excited. I, I don't have to be too complicated um, uh, in that way. I, I will confess, I'm not a big fan of of shrimp, but that's probably because I've lived in uh, Missouri most of my life. So we're in a landlocked state, and shrimp has to be, you know, has to come from several hundred miles away before it gets here. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I think that, uh, just a good, just a good format chips and dip is probably my favorite. Tell me, um, what did you guys do for, for the Super Bowl? Did you guys have a big party or did you guys, uh, you know, stay quiet at home or kind of, what was your experience? 
Um, we went to my daughter's house and, and we have family over and um, we all get together and dress up. And um, like I said, my, my son cooks the shrimp boil. And um, of course, we always get our shrimp from the Gulf because um, I would rather be in the Gulf in the winter than this than in the Midwest. But um, <laughs> so we we enjoy family and um, I love seeing them get together. And I love the generations that um grow up watching the game with me. I have a big love of football and um, my kids have joined me over the years. And even though sometimes football isn't their favorite thing, but they join it because their mom and I love seeing my grandkids dress up and, and enjoy the game as well as all of other, other families. So um, it's a great time for us. I love that. I love that. It's good to get to be with people that you care about uh, to celebrate uh, the Super Bowl. So that's awesome. That is. I, I read um, Pigs in the Blanket is is a huge football favorite um, for the Super Bowl parties, along with chicken wings, guacamole, homemade ch- chili, and, of course, our favorite cocktails and beer. You couldn't have a Super Bowl game without those. That's right. At our get-together, we actually had uh, KC Chiefs branded M&Ms as well as football-shaped cookies. It was pretty cool. Awesome. Yes, we had we had the football shaped cookies and um, we, we have a cake made every year um, at a local bakery here. And um, we always have fun with our um, desserts. So it's always mm. a great time. Love that. Love that. We uh, we actually got together uh, with some uh, work associates, people that are kind of in, in my industry that we work with and uh, uh, rented out a, a, a venue that's kind of a larger venue. So there was plenty of space. Everybody could be, you know, wisely distanced, uh, a big screen. I think it was about a hundred inch screen, maybe even a little bit bigger than that, maybe 100, 110 inch screen is surround sound. You know, we had to go big for the Super Bowl, make it, make it epic and, um, and still leave room for everybody that kind of have space to themselves as needed. So it, it was a great experience. That's awesome. What fun. It's fun to get around people and celebrate the game. Even though it didn't turn out how we wanted, we will continue to cheer on the Chiefs for next year. Heck yeah. What a fun game. So I'd like to, um, in this, um, Clark Hunt's wife, Tavia Hunt, she shared on Facebook, which this is, um, I thought she said it well. Brokenhearted, but we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. For those who are called according to his purpose, Romans eight twenty eight. Trust in him at all times. O people, pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Psalm 62, 8. We praise God when we win, and we praise God when we lose, because God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. He is worthy of our trust and devotion. Thank you, Jesus, for your love, new mercies every single morning, and your peace because you are enough. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Praying that we will never be blinded by the lights, but we'll always turn to you and trust the source of light. And the, uh, the hunts, yeah, they, they are really good about um, bringing faith and, and bringing, they have a wonderful organization and um, um, football is, you know, they're more than just playing the game. So I love, I love following them and hearing what they have to say, you know, during the game and even through a loss. Yeah. And Tavia Hunt uh, and that family, they, they own the Chiefs. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes. Uh, that's awesome. I also really appreciate the quotes at the end, blinded by the lights. Uh, just uh, c- humorous to me because that also appears to reference uh, the final song of the halftime show. 
from from the weekend, which is Blinding Lights, his song Blinding Lights. So uh, I thought that was a really, really cool reference. That is really cool. I didn't put two and two together. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, that was a good game and um, we, we'll hope to win next year. Yeah. Let's get into uh, some offseason. Hopefully they can get... Uh, get their game together, get get recovered, and uh, looking forward to a better season starting this fall. It's going to be great. It is. It is. That is so true. Well, exciting. So, Sherry, I'm excited for these new coffee chats that we're doing, and um, I'm not going to lie. I'm sitting here drinking my coffee, enjoying hanging out with you and uh, connecting over current topics, things that are happening. And so uh, are we going to do this again sometime soon? We are, and we're going to do it next Monday, and every Monday, everyone can join us for our little coffee chats. I love it. I love it. Looking forward to it. I am as well. They're fun. Well, listeners, thanks for joining us uh, for the Sherry and Brock Show morning coffee chat podcast, uh, and uh, we'll look forward to coming to, to you again next Monday with more. Thank you, everyone.